0: Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact we're taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In last week's episode, I spoke with Philip Hicks. Philip Hicks is an international trauma-informed process coach and facilitator of trauma-informed training for coaches called The Coach Approach. It was a powerful episode, so if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Molly Summer. Not long ago, Molly Summer's body was being affected by fear in a very real way. After visiting the ER and being told her condition was normal, she used every penny in her bank account to stop living the mediocre life that was slowly killing her. Her entrepreneurial journey started with five dogs and the whisper of the forest. Join me in welcoming Molly Summer. Hey, Molly, I'm so glad you joined me on the podcast today.
1: Hi, Trina. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for
0: having me. My absolute pleasure. I am so excited to interview you. We had a quick conversation a couple of weeks ago, and it was such a thrill, and I knew that you'd have so much to share. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm really, really excited to share my story and, and connect with you.
0: So one of the things that I love to do on this podcast, and I love to do, it sounds funny, I love to do it, but I like to talk about challenges. (laughs) I like to hear about how people struggled and how they overcame those struggles. Because one of the things that I think we don't see enough of in the world of, whether it's coaching, small business, entrepreneurship, we see a lot of the successes, but we don't see what people went through to achieve the success. And oftentimes I think, it's natural. We tend to compare our, our messy um, back ends with everybody's fr- beautiful, glorious front ends and launches and successes. And so I want to really thank you for um, spending some time with me and talking about some of the challenges that you had.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. I love talking about the challenges. I love talking about those things that uh, maybe we keep in the shadows so I'm, I am
0: an open book. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, you know, because we don't have successes without the challenges.
1: So very, very true. Very, very true. You know,
0: so let's talk about when you first started, because you shared something that I think um, is very vulnerable, that you started with only with less than a thousand in your bank account. What was that like? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Terrifying. (laughs) Um, I started my business with $700 in my bank account and it was the biggest leap of faith and leap of desperation in my, in my adult life. I knew nothing about business. And nothing about running my own business. I had been working in animal health and helping a gentleman run his business. And I burnt myself out. I hit a wall. And I was at the place where the pain of staying in that was less than the pain of starting something new. And so I asked myself, what do I love doing? And at that point, the only thing that brought me joy was walking my dogs. So with $700 in my bank account, I started bliss dog walking and I started walking dogs.
0: I love the name of that bliss dog walking, right?
1: Cause it brought me joy. It brought me my bliss. So that's what I named it.
0: <laughs> I adore that. Oh gosh. That tickles me so much inside. In fact, I got a little teary listeners. You can't see it, but I got a little teary. And so how long did you do that? How long did you do the dog walking your bliss dog walking?
1: Well, I did bliss dog walking for a year, but when I started it, I didn't stop there. Um, Four months later, I started Molly summer wellness and I started teaching meditation and yoga. And so for the first year I ran both.
0: That's awesome. And so how well did you do that within the first year?
1: Well, it was small, but it was enough to keep me going. Um, it was enough to pay my bills and to feed my children and myself and um, you know, keep me in a place where I could follow my heart to the next step.
0: And you said something offline about you thought you were going to make your first 100K in your first year. How did that work out? Yeah, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) When I put
1: together my business plan for Molly Summer Wellness, I had all of these amazing ideas. I wanted to run retreats. I wanted to help corporations find balance with their employees. I wanted employees to feel more balanced in their jobs. And I was ready to take on the world with meditation and breath work. And it was a huge dream. It was a huge dream. And it did not um, flow as smoothly as I had envisioned it in my mind.
0: (laughs) So what got in the way? Well,
1: I think you know, running a business, when you start, you run it by yourself. And mm. I thought I could do everything on my own. And it turns out that I can't.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, you're human,
1: right? Oh,
0: <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the human race. Yes, right.
1: Yes, yes, I am human. And I had to learn how to lean in to support. I had to learn and learn to lean in, um, to find community that inspired me to help me keep my, to keep my energy up when, you know, I had those inevitable downs and those deeps and I had to learn a lot. I had to heal my own wounds. I had to, you know, move through a lot of stuff to come out the other side and still want to do it.
0: Mm, yeah, not burn all the joy out of what your joyful business yes
1: yes not to
0: burn all the joy out of the bliss
1: exactly exactly
0: and so it sounded like you had to wear a lot of hats so when did you realize or what was the turning point that made you decide that you needed to um, hand off one of those hats
1: you know one of my darkest days was sitting on the couch with my sister and my sister's a bookkeeper and she was helping me do my books. And I was, I was so dark. (laughs) I remember just thinking, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I have to, I have to give up. And part of me, part of me is that warrior spirit that like that Viking, it's my heritage, Mm. right? That Viking heritage, part of me is like, no, I can do this. And part of me is very much just, I just need help. And so that day was a huge turning point for me. And I just started looking for community. I started looking for more education. I started looking for um, things that could help me get through, and instead of instead of judging myself instead of listening to that you know gremlin that i have inside of me mm-hmm. that tells me i'm not enough i started listening to that viking spirit and i started envisioning myself as that warrior pushing through and and just gaining that strength from within and that's that's what got me through it and my sister and my community and my friends and my support system got me through it.
0: I think that's so awesome. I, one of the things that I um, pulled from that is that you have a Viking spirit. And at the same time, you realized you needed help. And it takes courage to ask for help. It takes courage to be vulnerable and say, you know what? I don't have all of it. And I need to ask for help to show that vulnerability. Yes. So your Viking spirit is strong.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It was one of those things that I had to reprogram to find a new perspective because I knew doing it alone wasn't serving me and I had to change the idea of asking for help was a weakness into asking for help was a strength, and in doing that, everything started to change.
0: That's beautiful now it you, it sounds like and we in our earlier conversations offline, it wasn't all inner demons and inner gremlins and limiting beliefs, you had some major, major familial issues that popped up about halfway through and a year and a half into that.
1: Yeah. um, Terrifyingly. So yeah, I, a year and a half into my business, um, I was starting to grow. My business was starting to grow and I was so you get to a point where you can feel the momentum happening. Yeah. Right, And it's like, you can reach out and touch it. And that's what my business felt like in that first, um, four months of 2000, um, 2018. And then my daughter who had been diagnosed with epilepsy when she was a little girl, um, and been balanced on medication since then started having breakthrough seizures and they became more and more frequent, more and more, um, you know, for lack of better word, violent. And my focus shifted from mm. business to my daughter. And so My, when my energy shifted, my business started to slow down. Now that went on for a while and we decided to, um, have elective brain surgery for my daughter in May, 2019, which completely took my energy. There was no shifting of energy. Uh,
0: It was all in. (laughs) Yes. I (laughs) can't imagine anything else that, that is when I heard brain surgery, I got, I'm getting chills today. Yes, yeah. I mean was,
1: that is it was you know talk about a practice in mindset and positivity, right It's hard not to go down those um, doomsday scenarios for yourself when it's your baby and um, when we had when she had the surgery, um, it was a good two months of recovery for her, and my focus Only was two primarily- months. Well, yeah. I mean, we were very, very lucky. She was, she was incredibly strong. Um, She made it out of the ICU within hours and we began the healing process. And so um, thankfully, you know, everything went really, really well and she hasn't had a seizure since. So huge blessings. I'm so grateful for that. Um, But taking that time off, you know my business stalled stopped mm. and putting my energy back into it it just it never really fully recovered
0: and so i hit So this, what happened next? I hit this
1: point in you know mid September where i had to look at myself and think you know if my business fails who am i what am i without my business because
0: you've put mm. so
1: much of your heart and soul into what you offer
0: and you fully becomes, self-identified with your business.
1: Yeah, right? Like my business was even called Molly Summer Wellness, right? So if that doesn't work, who is <laughs> Molly Summer? So I had to really, really look at that. And re- I realized that even without my business, I know who I am. I know the qualities I have. I know the values I live by. I know how I want to show up in the world. And it didn't matter if I had my business or not. And so I started looking for new opportunities. And unfortunately, in the end of 2019, um, and, you know, I should say that differently. Fortunately and unfortunately, right? I filed for bankruptcy December 24th, 2019. And as I sat there and cried and signed the papers, (laughs) I thought to myself, This is my Christmas gift for myself this year, letting go of this weight, letting go of this idea that this defines who I am, letting go of the judgments and the shame around, you know, the financial part of my business not working out. And, you know, I say it was a gift because it really, really was. Letting go of that shame, letting go of that Mm. weight, man, it just, it set me free. Yeah. Right? And it set my business free.
0: And what changed for you? Everything.
1: Everything. Um, I took a contract and started focusing, you know, focusing on that. And my energy changed my, I was energized again. I had focus again. And, you know, they say when you look, you, when you stop focusing on what you're really focusing on and look somewhere else, it creates space. Right. And yes. you attract in, you attract yes. in what, um, what you're seeking, but there's a quote um, to find what you are seeking. You have to forget what the name of what you are seeking. Yes. Right. And as soon as I did that, as soon as I let go of that weight, all of this just joyous abundance and life started flooding back into my world. And you know, it's just, I haven't looked back. I haven't looked back. New opportunities, um, new amazing things, even with COVID this year. Um, it's just been such an incredible blessing. 2020 has not been this um, scary time. Of course, there's been scary moments, but it's just been an incredible, incredible year for me. And I'm just so grateful for that.
0: That's so thrilling. I, you know, there is another quote, not as uplifting as the one you just shared, which is to find um, what you want, you need to forget the name of what you want. Um, but it's that crisis creates opportunity. Mm, yes, Yes. And crisis can be a loaded word because you hear crisis and it's bad things. Crisis is, it's a, it's a critical change in the status quo mm-hmm. and any change makes you need to address, adjust and adjustment can be stressful, but you get to decide if you will suffer. Absolutely, 100%. And it sounds like you took the crises of your daughter going through brain surgery and having to recover and losing your business and your bankruptcy, and you really had this special spark to, instead of focusing on the dark, the dwell and... And difficult, even though, yes, it was difficult, your mind expanded to look for opportunities.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really believe that there are opportunities in every moment, in every interaction, in every eye connection, you know, Um, if you slow down and, and open your mind and open your heart to them.
0: That's beautiful. Molly, it's been such a pleasure to interview you. How can people find out more about you?
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's been wonderful to be here. Um, People can find me on Facebook at Molly Summer, um, on LinkedIn at Molly Summer, uh, Instagram at Molly Summer Coaching. And this week, I'm really excited. I will be launching a new platform called Unconflicted which is going to be unconflicted.ca, and that is launching on the 18th of September.
0: Awesome. So this episode is coming out at just the right time. I am so excited. Yeah, it really, really is. And so do you have an opt-in or a lead magnet or a Prezi that I can share with my audience?
1: Oh, I absolutely do. I really do. I've created... I've created something I just love. It's called the power package and it's a meditation and a workbook to, you know, really open yourself up to those possibilities.
0: That's brilliant. Thank you so much. I love giving away my guest, my guest's presence. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. Molly, it has been such an absolute pleasure to talk with you today and you know, I know there's so much more that we can unpack and discuss. Would you be interested in coming back for another interview?
1: Absolutely. I would love to come and share more with you.
0: That's fantastic. (laughs) Molly, thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, I'm so glad you joined me today. I've got some fantastic interviews coming up in the next few weeks, and I've also had the driving inspiration to share some solo episodes with you. You can continue to look forward to awesome interviews and intimate solo episodes with me as we enter the fourth quarter of 2020. Next week, we talk about how you sabotage yourself and your business by facing reality and the five steps to fix it. It's a powerful episode, folks, so stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. I also have a special invitation to share with you. If you are a coach who wants to identify your self-worth, break through limiting beliefs and overcome energetic blocks, scale to consistent 5k plus months, I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you, your business, and what's holding you back from scaling to consistent 5k plus months in your coaching business. If you still need more help at the end of the call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome.